Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. Welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I am your professional handicap host, James Cox, like I said before. And no, I am uh-huh. still not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets. I don't from know, the Muppets. Yeah, I don't hey, know why. I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room. But only when I'm air drumming the greatest drum fill in all of music history. That's right. I'm your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, a.k.a. Brosley, a.k.a. Bemo. And you guys know exactly what I'm what I'm talking about. And uh, we are finally going to do a, an amazing cover wars today of uh, easily the, the, the most well-known drum fill that even if you have no understanding of drums or rhythm, or anything like that, you know how to play the drum fill from this song. And uh, I, I'm just so excited that we're finally, finally doing this and found two really good covers, uh, mm. that, that we're going to dive into today. Um, and our connections to both of them, because it, it's, it's pretty funny how these kind of played out. I'm getting ahead of myself. What are you doing, Blake? What, Shut up. What, what are we doing there? No. We don't know um, where I think Blake's a little bit behind cause like, cause last week he didn't come, you know, so we had, a. Yep. We had a few interviews, and I hope you like you love those. And we got an awesome yeah. interview that I want to tell you about today. Okay. So last night, um, I got the chance to interview Courtney McKenna. She's a she's a rock and roller. She you know she plays rock music. Okay. And during our conversation, uh, she told me that she drank one time six cups of coffee in one day. Wow. I'm like, good Lord, girl, what are you doing to yourself? And she's like, I'm never, never doing that again. And hey. I, and she told me, never to do that again. So, I mean, but. Listen, this, uh, this is my sixth cup of coffee today. And I'll explain why. Wait. <laughs> so, now that's not normal, or that's, that's not that's, abnormal for me. I drink okay, a lot of coffee. Okay. You guys know this, um, well, which is why we loved partnering up with uh, Bones Coffee. More on them later. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah. So we had uh, we had breakfast and board games over at our friends uh, Lexi and Wilson's house this morning. Um, of which, uh, well, I started out my day with a cup of coffee here. So this is really my set. Se- no, this is my sixth. Okay, I had one cup of coffee before we left the house go over there we had breakfast we played a board game uh it was a lot of fun um and then uh wilson was like hey you know do you want a cup of coffee and i was like sure he's like well i've got a french press and i was like awesome i love french press so let's do that uh so i had a cup while we were there um and then we're in line at chick-fil-a grabbing some lunch and i get a text from my friend jake uh, who is, you've heard me mention Caligo coffee. Um, yeah, uh, yes. here, uh, it will be opening, opening up in Sumter, um, soon is, is what he's shooting for. So new coffee shop coming to Sumter. Um, go check him out whenever he is open. Uh, but, uh, so Jake texts me, he had an event this morning. He's like, Hey, I've got a lot of, uh, leftover, um, you know, brewed <laughs> coffee. If you guys want anyone to stop by. So we go over there and the coffee is so freaking good. 
and it's so smooth and just you can just drink it black and you don't even need cream or sugar or anything like that it's just mm. good um i had three cups uh mm-hmm. while i was there just back to back to back i finished one went right back over and grabbed another one had another cup of coffee um and it was uh delicious so that was five mm-hmm. uh, and i got home and uh you know we're we're getting ready to record and i like to i like to brew a cup of bones coffee more on them later um so this yes this is my sixth cup of coffee today and i feel great i bet you feel hyper but the keyword is hyper there okay it doesn't no. uh, it really doesn't affect me that way really? no, i have a very high caffeine tolerance anyway yeah. i um, believe i do too yeah because one time i drink yeah. like three coffees and, and that that didn't do nothing for me I drink it to keep from getting terrible headaches uh, in the morning because I will get a terrible headache if I'm not careful and drink it too late. Uh, so, you know, I, I usually drink a cup of coffee first thing in the morning, but I'll drink about three or four cups before lunch and then maybe another cup or two in the afternoon. Yeah. Sometimes at night. Sometimes it helps me go to sleep. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Surprisingly, um, it relaxes. Sleepy time me. coffee. You know, like sleepy time tea. They need to like make tea, a sleepy, yeah. sleepy time but coffee. But I, I am going to try to start drinking some more tea. I know tea has caffeine in it too, but I don't believe it's as much as coffee does. No, so it's kind of like yeah. wean me off of that much well, uh, caffeine intake. So well, I don't think yeah. I drink a lot of water because I drink one cup, one cup of coffee every morning. You yeah. know, whether it's going to work, I sometimes I stop by Starbucks, give me coffee. But then um, when I get home, I drink a lot of water because I think because I I don't think I don't think I drink a lot of water because it's because I get headaches a lot. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, sure. And and one and one thing to get rid of that is drink tons of water. So yeah. I, so I got me a, a, a circle bottle. Have yeah. you heard of them? Circle. I have not. Uh, uh-uh, that's cool. They have different uh, flavor packets. You can you can shove it. it, it you can uh, um, get in the water. Interesting. And, and every time you drink something, you know, I mean, it's I I, I mean, there's this bracket right here, right? Yeah. And and the flavor is built in that little uh, white thing right here, uh-huh. and then when, when you drink it, you, you can get some flavor out of it. And gotcha. I, and I okay. ordered me a bunch of flavors, so I'm ready to rock and roll. So hopefully, I won't have headaches within the next I don't know four months. Yeah. But okay. But uh, you, my friend, uh, you have been vinyl shopping today, or or, I, or, so or in I the have, past, right? So actually, this is not even vinyl shopping, uh, oh, okay. which I would like to get back into doing. Yeah. Uh, hopefully soon. Um. But no, this was actually, uh, I, I had a little vinyl showcase for today. Uh, this was actually a Christmas present from my mom. Um, nice. This is definitely one of my favorite albums of all time. For those of you watching on YouTube, uh, you can see yeah. it clearly. This is Minutes to Midnight by Linkin Park. Uh, this is uh, one of those albums that shaped me kind of things. Yeah. Um, and uh, But just a, like, a little backstory on Linkin Park. For a long time, they were my favorite band ever yeah. uh you know i had my my three main favorite bands that i would kind of go back and forth between and just kind of rotate blink 182 has always been there uh but lincoln park was there for a really long time um and i i love that band i love the first two albums for sure um and i remember thinking about it now so this album came out in 2007 and thinking about it now their their uh follow-up to hybrid theory was released in 2003 now, for some reason, as a kid, and this just shows you, like, as you get older, like, time just flies by. I remember thinking, when are they going to finally release another album? It felt like it was a 20-year wait to get another album from Linkin Park after Meteora came out. Yeah, uh, and Minutes to Midnight finally came out, and I remember it being so different from what they were, you know, usually playing. And 
it it still was amazing like every every song was just like start to finish uh it, this is a no skip album for me um and uh, i'm really glad to have it on vinyl now um and so thanks to my mom uh for for, for that and i can't well, wait good to, job mama so, yeah. yeah actually yeah. like pull you know pulled out the packaging and uh and play it and and hear it in all its vinyl glory <laughs> nice. but yeah nice uh but okay, so we know everything is uh, happy go lucky when when we talk about music, uh, but yeah. we we want but there, but there I mean life happens you know and uh, and we uh, we've experienced uh, three deaths in the past yeah. what, like two months probably uh, yeah yeah uh, like we're not even through the first month of 2023 and right. we've already had some uh, pretty significant some deaths in the ones. music world. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Lisa Marie Presley, uh, pretty recently passed away. Yep. Um, daughter and, of uh, Elvis. Yeah. She daughter of Elvis her. Presley. Yes. Uh, Jeff Beck, um, guitarist, um, and, uh, you know, just all around amazing guitarist yeah. and, uh, tough loss there. Uh, and then Jeremy Berman, a lot of people probably don't know this one unless you're like a drum nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jeremy Berman, uh, was one of the, uh, co-founders of Orange County drums and percussion. Um, which, you know, was really big, uh, in the early two thousands with a lot of bands like, uh, Travis Barker played, uh, those drums and Adrian Young from no doubt. And, uh, just a slew of other, uh, artists, uh, Joey Jordison, uh, had, was, was signed with them for a little bit too. So just very, uh, very innovative in the world of custom drumming. Um, and then the, you know, Jeremy Berman was one of the co-founders uh, to which he then left, and he started an- another company called Q Drums, which are slowly starting to blow up uh, in the drumming world. And I start seeing more and more Q Drums popping up. Um, and uh, so, but yeah, uh, he was diagnosed with cancer and then passed away shortly afterwards. So, um, yeah, mm. tough, tough losses in the the music world already. So, I know. Um, yeah, thoughts Damn. and prayers go out to their families for sure. Yeah, because I know, um, I, I I remember hearing that Lisa Marie Presley married Michael Jackson. That that was a big deal back then. Yeah, um, I I knew of Jeff Beck, you know, playing with musicians. I don't think he. I did. Uh, what what was he some in, in like some bands or did he just do like guest? Yeah. Hours? So okay. So I mean, he just kind of he played with like a number of people, but Jeff Beck was in um the Yardbirds, which we talked Ooh, about. We, yeah, um, that was that uh, was Eric Clapton's band, right? The Yardbirds. Eric Clapton's yeah. band, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of a, a bunch of different um okay. people yeah. in that band, yeah, but yeah. Like, so Jimmy Page was in that band too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just a lot of uh, it's it was a collective of some pretty talented right, yeah. uh, people. But yeah, Jeff Beck, uh, Lisa Marie, and then Jeremy Berman. Um, and it's mm. just tough. And even outside of the music realm, like, you know, uh, Ken Block, just a, a yeah. tough loss there, man. Like Ken right. Block and, you know, was big in the extreme sports world, uh, skateboarder, uh, co-founder of DC shoes. And, I, I heard his daughter is going to take up from, um, get behind the wheel and, uh, and race. Oh yeah. Like race, the rally car. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Race, mm-hmm. race for the name blocked. Uh, so that'd yeah. be good for her. So. Yeah. Uh, but before Blake got started with uh, letting you all know what this show is about today, uh, we're going to do In the Air Tonight Woo. by Phil Collins. So, I would agree with you and everybody else. Yeah, that's got to be the most famous drum. drum Everyone um, knows it. 
Yeah. Everyone knows it. Even, even if it, you don't know how to play drums, you can at least do that. Even if you don't know who Phil Collins is, which you should. Yeah. I mean, yeah, should. he's been around what, like 80 years now. I don't know how old he's. Like, he's, but, he's been around. I mean, he's been I, around for a while, and uh, he has made many contributions uh, to the world of music. Yeah, uh, right. In, different, uh, in so many different uh, decades, too. You know what I mean? Like, he was... <laughs> So, you know, obviously Genesis um was uh, a huge deal whenever they were they were big in the uh in the seventies and um a little bit in the eighties there and stuff too, but you know, then he had a huge solo career in the eighties, um, kicking it off with his, this song being like his first release as a solo artist and like, good lord, like right. what a song to be your like first ever solo release. Um, and then like in the nineties, dude, the Tarzan soundtrack is amazing. And it shaped a generation, and I'm I, I am that generation, and so, uh, like, <laughs> so oh, 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 Tarzan, I I haven't seen that movie in years, man. Tarzan, yeah. the, you know, the, the, you're talking Love about the, talking about the Walt, the, Walt, the Walt Disney one, yeah, the Disney the okay. Disney tra- uh, Tarzan cartoon, yeah, like late '90s when that came out, and um, you know, j- to be all over that soundtrack, and it's so fun, it's so funny because I've seen. <laughs> I've seen the meme of like the guy playing the piano, like on the beach and like the piano is on fire and the captions like Disney to Phil Collins. All right, Phil, it's a movie about a guy raised by gorillas. So don't go crazy. And then it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it is, There's so yeah. many really like great iconic songs on the Tarzan soundtrack. Right. Uh, so according to Wikipedia, uh, it says that he was part of one band and one band alone. And that's Genesis. And then, Genesis. He, and yep. then, and he, I guess he left Genesis and formed the solo, solo, solo yeah. like Phil Collins. And I think the, uh, I, I think that, because um, I think Jeff, Jeff saw him, you know, Jeff Winston. Yeah. Uh, he saw him um, play with Phil Collins and um, I want to be your who, who sings that? I think I got Sledgehammer. Who sings Sledgehammer? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, God, uh, I can't, yeah. I can't think on the spot. Um, give me a second. I'll, I'll remember. So he was there too. Jeff saw both of those guys in one night. Right. Um, because, uh, hold on. Peter Gabriel. Yes. Peter Gabriel. Yes, he okay. Saw, okay. So, yeah. so he saw, it was called the best of the six tour. Oh, okay. And what they did was Phil Collins got in contact with uh, Peter Gabriel and said, hey, I want you to come back for at least one more tour. And Peter said, all right, but I'm bringing two of my guys with me. You either take them or you can't have me. And he's like, Phil Collins, done, you know. So uh, it was Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel with his two guys and and, and uh, Phil with his two. So it was best of six. So... I have, before we get into Phil Collins uh, and just real quick, I just thought about it, but um, so, okay. Have you heard, have you been following this big six, like metal? I, I heard it thing? one time and that's the singer from Lorna shore, whatever his name is. Right. I'm not sure. What Will this, Ramos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, Cause it's like six right. singer, right? You're something. It is. It is the strangest thing. <laughs> part of me is excited about it, but yeah, part of so me is weird. also like wondering what, the heck is going on because they announced around like Christmas. I remember that there was a metal boy band, which if you, if you guys remember that it actually went viral a few years ago, but there was a video of, um, uh, two of these guys, uh, that that's in here. Um, Tyler from traders, Tyler mm-hmm. Shelton yeah. from traders. And then, 
uh, Joe from uh, Fit for an Autopsy, and then it was the singer of Chelsea Grin as well, uh, Tom Barber. Great, they're all sitting in a car singing a like metal cover of uh, NSYNC's "I Want You Back." Oh no! And it blew up, like it, you know, it went viral or whatever. So that was a few years ago. So then they announced that they're doing a metal. Uh, boy band with like and they're calling it the big six and it was you know the singers from like different bands so originally when it was announced it was Lorna Shores Will Ramos Attila's Chris uh, Franzak or Franz um, Fit for an Autopsies Joe uh, Badalato, uh Left to Suffers Taylor Barber uh, Infant Annihilators Dickie Allen and Traders Tyler Shelton well since then two of those guys are no longer in it and that was this was like Which- last month when they announced this thing so, which, so which, franz from attila has stepped back okay. he's not doing it anymore okay. um and then joe from uh fit for an autopsy is not doing it anymore so part of me was wondering so what's the, happening so it's the big four then well it's they have replaced <laughs> yeah they have oh, one guy okay, who, okay they brought in the guy from uh spite this i can't remember his name but the singer from the band spite is took over after um franz left which i can't stand that guy and in, in, anyway like listen i said and, and i will say it here on this podcast too write it down you know let's, let's remember this in a few years something about that guy franz from attila something's going to come out i don't know how long it's going to take something's going to come out and i'm going to sit back and say i told you so Something's not right with that something, guy. Something, something is bad. off. Like he he's got some skeletons in his closet. I don't know what it is. You know what? You know what reminded me of that when when he was said Franz. Remember Fron, the uh, Hans and Franz. Hans, we got to pop. You up? Oh you my up. god! Yeah, yeah, that was the hilarious video. <laughs> We're gonna pop you up. So, and it's, you know that's an odd story in itself because that guy like was on like MT. You remember the MTV show Made? I think is what it was called. Barely. Something like that. It was an old MTV reality show. Anyway, before he got famous, he was actually on that show. Uh, really? And then he, you know, started Attila and he got famous. Now he's just famous for being a jerk. And he like does oh. like rap. Uh, uh, like, so they're a metal band, but then they do like this, like beef thing where they like attack other singers, like in their songs and they talk trash about them and they do like diss tracks and they're it's, like so dumb, man. But anyway, um, so he's out, and then they brought in the guy from Spite, and now Joe from Fit for an Autopsy is gone. So I don't know who they're planning on replacing him with. Mm. Um, but it's the strangest thing, and like we'll just have to keep updating people as this goes along because like I'm already intrigued. There's already so much going on in the sh- very short <laughs> lifespan that it's had, uh, and uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll keep you updated. I wonder Come back who- here for more. <laughs> so I wonder who's going to be the the actual band, and that's that, and that states like it's going to be crowd crowded if they go live. It's going to be like another- I said, get Tom Barber from Chelsea Grin. Like he was already in that video. Like well, why? I wonder if they approached him and maybe he just didn't want to do it because it's just um, it was very odd that they had two of the guys that was in that video, right? But then Tom Barber didn't do then, it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't I wait know. to see to find out who who's the guitarist and drummer and bassist for for that man. Are they going to do choreography? Will they have matching outfits? We don't this, know. This is a we are in the need to know bassist here, y'all. So yeah, come on to no show more. and come on to show and uh, fill us in. This is very very interesting. So very anyway, important. yes. So well, let's do it, man. Yeah, let's dive right into in the air tonight. We got a great cover wars ahead of us right here. Um, and uh, can't wait to dive into these songs and these artists. Uh, but let's kick. I'll kick it off here. Let's uh, let's talk about the song itself. 
for a minute. So in the air tonight is the debut solo single, debut solo single by English drummer and singer-songwriter Phil Collins. It was released as the lead single from Collins' debut solo album, Face Value, in January of 1981. Collins co-founded the uh, the song In the Air Tonight with Hugh Padgham, uh, who became a frequent collaborator in the following years. It reached, uh, it reached number two on the UK singles chart behind the posthumous release of John Lennon's Woman. Uh, it reached number one in Austria, Germany, Switzerland, Switzerland, Switzerland and Sweden, Sweden, and top 10 in Australia, New Zealand, and several other European territories. It reached number 19 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States, but reached number two on the Rock Tracks, Rock Tracks chart, later certified gold by the RIAA, representing 500,000 copies sold. Uh, the song's music video, directed by Stuart Orme, received very heavy play on MTV when the new cable music uh, music video, video channel launched in August of 1981. In the Air Tonight remains one of Collins' best-known hits, often cited as his signature song, and is especially famous for its drum break towards the end, which has been described as, quote, the sleekest, most melodramatic drum break in history. Hmm. And it was labeled as one of the 101 greatest drumming moments so uh you know you all know but james you got that clip pulled up let's just take a listen to how glorious that drum fill is uh and and all of its 80s rock glory That's so good, dude. That that's oh, that's like yeah. And just for and, the song to be so dead, like okay, not, so, not dead, but just quiet and kind of like building, and there's this anticipation coming up. So you forgot to off it's so good. So you forgot to add one thing. Yeah. Yes, everybody knows it. Okay, we we all love that song. Everybody yeah. who does that, who hears the song automatically does air drums with it. They air drum every, it every single time. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody. yeah. So that, yeah. that that's major. Major thing that we left out. Everybody does the air drumming too with it. Too. Yeah. And it's so funny. There's a, so there's a drum channel, uh, that I follow on everything and, uh, it's, it's called Drumio, and they yeah. just do like little videos and, you know, they have like guest drummers come in or whatever and do little signature things. But the, so one time they had a video where it was the longest fill ever. Uh, so what they did was they took several just toms and, like lined them up, like oh. going outside of like a building and kind of wrapping around and going downstairs and going up here and circling around here and coming back. And, uh, there, you know, this guy went and did the <laughs> fill from the song, like, and he just kept going all the way until he came back to the drum set and finished like playing. The song. Oh, no. And it, it was incredible. And it, I, you know, I think, I think, I think, yeah, don't, Quote me on this, but I think there was like Guinness Book Guinness of World Records World. was involved with that somehow too. It might have been the long one. I don't know. We'll find out. But anyway, I wonder how many. I wonder how many. Uh, those were snare drums or Tom? No, drums? just toms. Just right. you know the. the um, oh, yeah, I'll, just I'll, toms just leading all the way outside and I back how, inside. I wonder how many how many toms that would be. It would have been guess. a lot, and I hope that 
someone actually went through and tuned every single one of them. That would have been funny. Like setting it up, like watching people oh, actually whole, set yeah, it up would have been yeah. hilarious because they're probably like, this is so dumb. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But uh, so let's talk about inspiration because it inspired all um, people yeah. um, walks of life. So let's find that out. Uh, so Collins wrote the song and a man the grief he felt after divorcing his first wife, Andrea Bertorelli. Bertorelli, I think. I think, yeah, Bertorelli. Um, in in nineteen eighty, in a two twenty sixteen interview, uh, Collins said of of the song's lyrics, "I wrote the lyrics spontaneously. I'm not sure why what the song is about, uh, but there's a lot of anger and a lot of despair and a lot of frustration." In quotations. In a 1997 BBC Radio 2 documentary, uh, the singer revealed that the divorce contributed to his 1979 hiatus from the band Genesis until they regrouped uh, in October of that year to record the album Duke. Hmm. Originally, Collins was going to include the song on Duke, but it wasn't rejected by the band. Uh, wow. Right? Big mistake there. Yeah. Um, but Tony Banks, however, says that he never heard of the composition. And I guess that Banks is part of Genesis, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So In the Air Tonight has been described as being at the vanguard of experimental pop. In, a, in 1981, and a, a rock oddity classic. Having been influenced by the unconventional studio, uh, I can't pronounce that word, pre, 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 predilections of, um, yeah, predilections, yeah, of Brian Eno and Peter Gabriel. It has, Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yes. It has also been described as soft rock classic. Uh, musically, though, uh, the song consists of a series of ominous chords played on the Sequential Circus Prophet 5 over in a simple drum machine pattern. Uh, the Rollins DR-78 Disco 2 pattern. Uh, plus some audio programmers. Programming. Very 80s. So if you're a, a drum machine fanatic, there you go. Yeah, very go. 80s. <laughs> Which I'm surprised that... that uh, so, so he recorded it on a drum machine. He didn't do it live for the first yeah, time? Yeah, it's, okay. it's just that... Uh, uh, yeah, just that, and it, you know, it's kind of in the in the background of the song. There is some rhythm there, but it's yeah, really yeah. until like the end of the song when it finally like kicks in. But it's yeah. just like subtly like in the back. So, uh, but that has also processed allergic guitar sounds and and vocoded vocals, and an effect which is increased on the keyboards and additional atmosphere. The mood is one of restraint order, restrained order. Um, until the final chorus, when an explosive burst of drums finally releases the musical tension and the uh, instrument in- instrumentation explodes into a thunderous, uh, a cu- the thunderous con- crescendo. So what? Again, yeah, like yeah. it is. It is a build, 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 build until the, and then the payoff is so worth it. Like right. Love songs like that, yeah. kind of like building up the anticipation for you know something's coming, it's not quite there yet, yeah. And then when it finally hits you, you're like, heck yeah! That's kind of like that. that, so. that that's kind of like when you listen to metal, you can't wait for the um for the um, yeah the 
breakdown. Breakdown. You, you, you. The, you want the yeah. breakdown. You're like, where's that breakdown? Give, Give me, me that the, breakdown. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> Collins has described obtaining the drum machine specifically to deal with the personal issues relating to his divorce through songwriting and telling mixed magazine quotations. I had to start writing some of this music uh, what that was inside me. He imp- he improvised the lyrics during the, a songwriting session in the studio. I was just fooling around, he says. I got these chords um, that I like, uh, so I turned the mic on and started singing. Uh, the lyrics you hear is right here are what I wrote spontaneously. Uh, that frightens me a bit, but um, but I'm quite proud of the fact that I sang 99.9% of the song of those lyrics spontaneously. And those are some yeah. amazing lyrics. So, I, yeah, I mean, they are. Yeah. So, yeah. And they make sense, you know? Because mm-hmm. people write stuff spontaneously, they might not make sense at all. And you're like, yeah. oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, this song is not, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, the song appeared as part of the soundtrack for the 1983 movie. Risky business in place when the character played by Tom Cruise and Rebecca De, De Morte uh, have relations on the subway train. <laughs> Obviously, right? Uh, right, yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> in 1984, uh, the song was memorably used in the scene uh, from the first episode of the television series Miami Vice, uh, which yep. filmed and television critic. Matt Zoller uh, cited that as why the song has been sent uh, as property to of Michael Mann, uh, which is the series executive producer for years, rarely being in another in another scene work works due to the inability use of in the series. Asking to Martin Scorsese's signature use of songs by the Rolling Stones for his films. Hmm. In the Air Tonight uh, received a new wave of uh, attention thanks to its use in the series uh, enough for it to br- briefly rechart in the United States uh, just outside the Billboard's Hot 100 at number 102. Yeah, so fun. Um, now, this next part uh, is really, really interesting because like, I love an urban legend about anything. It's Ooh. just so, it's so funny. Um, especially about this one because it's so infamous and it led to so many different things. Um, and, uh, and I, I don't know. I just think it's cool. Honestly, I think it'd be fun for someone to make like a creepy, a creepy pasta oh, based yeah. on, yeah. uh, you know, that'd be fun. Maybe there is one. I mean, and, and I just hadn't come across it yet, but right. so there's an urban legend uh, that has arisen about uh, in the air tonight, according to which the lyrics are based on a drowning incident in which someone uh, who who was close enough to save the victim did not help them, while Collins, who was too far away to help, looked on. Increasingly embellished variations on the legend emerged over time, with the stories often culminating in Collins singling out the guilty party while singing the song, uh, at a concert, Collins had denied all such stories. He then commented on the legends um, in the about on the legends about the song in a BBC uh, World Ser- Service, excuse me, World Service interview. He said, "I don't know what the song is about. When I was writing it, I was going through a divorce, and the only thing I can say about it is that it's obviously about anger. Uh, it's the angry side or the bitter side of a separation. So 
What makes it even more comical is when I hear these stories, uh, which started many years ago, particularly in America, of someone who come up to me uh, and say, did you really see someone drowning? I said, no, wrong. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then every time I go back to America, stories get uh, Chinese whispers in which uh, it gets more and more elaborate. It's so frustrating because this is one song out of all the songs probably that I've ever written that I really don't know what it's about. Uh, The urban legend is referenced in the song Stan by Eminem, which we've actually got a clip for that if you're not familiar. Uh, And uh, this is just this is what I mean, though, just for it to have such an impact that it makes its way into other forms of media. Uh, and, uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting. So a little bit, a little backstory. Um, if you don't know what Stan by Eminem is about, uh, a Stan is about, um, an obsessed fan that Eminem has had, uh, that is writing to him and is like slowly like losing his mind. Um, and he's like, he's obsessed with Eminem. He wants to be with Eminem. He wants to be Eminem. He wants to, you know, like, and uh and he's he has a, like it has culminated to the point that he has kidnapped uh his own girlfriend um who is pregnant with his child has her locked up in the trunk and he's driving down the road and he's sending a voice message um a, a, vo- a voice recording to him and him um telling him like you could have saved me but you didn't and now we're here and so just a little bit of backstory on this one so go ahead james I'm in the car right now. I'm doing 90 on the freeway. Hey, Slim, I drink a fifth of vodka. You dare me to drive? You know the song by Bill Collins in the air of the night about that guy who could have saved that other guy from drowning but didn't? Then Bill saw it all, then at a show he found him? That's kind of how this is. You could have rescued me from drowning. Now it's too late. I'm on a thousand yeah. down this now. I'm drowsy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. Just, it's just so it's so eerie, too, because, you know, like for a long time, that's what we believe the song was about. And he's debunked it since. But it's still, you know, it's, it's still it, it's almost fun to to talk about uh, that. There's this there's this really dark uh, and, you know, a backstory to the song and something something like that. So, we're you know, as a culture, that's what we're interested in and what we're obsessed with anyway. Right. So. Right. But, yeah. So yeah, just a little bit of backstory on that song if you guys didn't know all the deets about it. Uh, but now we've got two really good covers that I will admit is going to be really hard to kind of narrow down which one we like better. Um, and for different reasons. So James, why don't you tell us about our first uh, artist that covered this song? Alright, so nine point. Um, if you go back into our catalog, I'm not sure what, what episode it was. Um, maybe yeah. like I'll, look, I'll look it up. Yeah, but but we well we interviewed Mr. Elias, uh, Soriano. Did I say it right? Yeah, Soriano. Soriano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was flabbergasted. That's the right boy we were flabbergasted. <laughs> that Blake got his name right for the first time we've ever met. He was. He was. That was a proud was, moment. He <laughs> was blown away. So Soriano. So okay. <laughs> Soriano. Here we, Here we go. Nine point. Uh, probably one of the biggest bands there is today. Yeah, it's um, definitely one of the biggest bands that we've ever had on the show, no doubt. Right. Uh, so, Don Point is an American rock band in, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, the band the band currently consists of vocalist Elias Elias Soriano, uh, drummer Rob Rivera, lead guitarist uh, Jason uh, Zilstra, rhythm guitarist Rasheed Thomas, and bassist Adam. Well, uh, help me here. Wolowski. Oh, sorry. I was Wolowski. looking up. Oh, that's okay. 
Willowson. Willowson. I don't know. <laughs> We're sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, Nightpoint has been described as groove metal, hard rock, heavy metal, rap metal, new metal, and I've heard another metal. Okay, so, first yeah. and foremost, we need to stop all this. <laughs> we need to stop, like, all this new metal, hard metal, hard rock metal, hard... Uh, baby metal I mean it's 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 no <laughs> no so with me they're like rock and roll slash metal it's just rock and it's roll just, to me baby it's good rock and roll just like the, the ACDC song man it's just rock and roll to me so, <laughs> okay okay so when asked if the if he uh, viewed Nine Point as a metal band or a rock band vocalist Elias said both good excellent yes uh, so he says, I think a heavy rock band, yeah. We're definitely both. Uh, we try to, we don't try to pigeonhole ourselves, which is great. Uh, originally yeah. planned an aggressive style, uh, nine point moved to more uh, melodic sounds with their 2002 album uh, development. Um, due to pressure from the label, from the record label, MCA. Uh, the 2004 album Recoil made the return to the heavy to the band's heavier roots. In a 2000 interview, uh, Elias reflected on the uh, band's musical influences, uh, stating, uh, "We all have a lot of separate influences. My drummer comes from the more metal slash hardcore background. That my bass player." Is from the straight edge, straight edge hardcore, or Earth Crisis, hate breed stuff like that. My yeah. my guitarist is really into Steve Ray Vaughan and blues and a lot of instrumental stuff like like Nine Inch Nails. But me personally, I grew up a lot of R and B and a lot of rap. I'm into that smooth, soulful sound. So you got a lot of inspiration from every which way. You got right. like what, like five guys, and and to make one great sound. That's um, that's then you have nine points. So, so, I so that was episode ninety. Okay. Yeah. So we hadn't even broken the hundred episode mark at that point. We're now on like what two uh two twenty seven. Yeah. Lord, this is like oh my lord. So yeah, that was for that's why it was taking me so long. I was like, dude, right. how far back was that? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we've been yeah. we've been working and grinding with a lot of coffee. Yeah, a lot, a of, lot coffee. of coffee, a lot, a lot of, of burns coffee. coffee. Um and you know what? This is actually the second time that we have done a cover wars with non-point being used as one of the uh versions. So uh because it was the next episode that we did five minutes alone yes. uh, by Panthera, and it was non-point and uh traitors. And so, uh, yeah, so so cool. So, and we've had Elias on the show. So, uh, fun stuff, man. We this need, is this is basically a non-point pub um so, uh, podcast. So. So, 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 so we need to get them back on because yeah, before um, like like the Monday after, uh, they came out with a with a official um yeah. uh statement saying that they were creating their own record That's label because they were told yeah. that they were. Too tired of the BS that the record label companies were giving them. So that's right. All right. So, um, so, uh, the their cover of air in in the air tonight uh, can be found on their 2004 album Recoil. Yeah. And for yes. any, yeah, yes. And for anybody who is watching YouTube, uh, you can join us watching on the, on YouTube. 
And yeah. here we go in three, two, one. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
Wow. Things like that. <laughs> I thought there was a lot more than that, but it's not. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of excess on that video. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, there's like, still Jesus. 30 seconds left right, on the yeah. freaking video. <laughs> but okay, so first of all, I've never seen Miami Vice, and that's what you were seeing on that video. Yeah, that uh, the, were, the like, remake. Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a long remake for the soundtrack of Miami Vice with uh, Jamie Fox and uh, Colin. Colin Farrell. Farrell, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I could I could sense that well now that we read that he is like an R and B lover, I could hear in his voice yeah. more now than I ever could before. Oh yeah. Um yeah. 'Cause when you when you know what you listen to, the more you look for things that, you know I mean he he's like really invested in the, the rhythm and blues part and that's fantastic. Yeah, and, and I, I, I love that yeah. song because you didn't have to wait a whole song for that. To go drum <laughs> yeah, you know? didn't, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they get into it pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, you know, he starts out with the uh, I think it's called a djembe, um, the the little hand percussion uh, drum that he was playing in the very. If you yeah. notice that, um, right, yeah. I think it's called a djembe. Okay, but uh, yeah, so cool. It just you know to be able to use that kind of stuff uh, for that type of um, music too. Like you, you don't see it a whole lot. So no, you don't. Um, and I forgot to mention one of my favorite. This might actually be one of my favorite covers of this song. There's an episode of Family Guy um, where they're basically redoing uh, the movie <laughs> Poltergeist. Have you ever seen the movie Poltergeist? A long time ago, yeah, long time ago. So you know the premise, like the little girl like gets sucked in like the TV sucked or, into yeah. the TV, right? They're here, yeah. They're here. Yeah. So Stewie gets <laughs> sucked into the TV, and Stewie. they're <laughs> he like. He's he's like he's like what what is it? what is happening what is happening? And he's like oh this sounds pretty cool and then he start and then he's like he busts he's like oh I remember and he starts singing, <laughs> singing <laughs> and like all the like echoing effects it's yeah. just so funny uh, anyway um, yeah, well cool that, yeah so yep. there's there's non point uh, for that mm-hmm. cover um, before we move on to our next cover um, we got some ads for you guys or maybe we don't just kidding. What okay, so I told you what I thought about the song. What what do you think about the song first? So first, before okay, we go uh, more, yeah. So yeah. I I do like that cover. Um, yeah. I remember it was big on the radio. Yes. Um, oh my god, it's such a good song. Though, you know? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and still to this day, I still hear it a good bit on like rock radio. Like they'll play that that particular cover. Um, I think they do. You know, Nonpoint does a great job whenever they they cover a song. Um, yeah. Their cover of Five Minutes Alone was also really good, and it was hard to yes, um, yes. but to I pick that. But I uh, but I did pick Nonpoint then, and I think you picked Traders. If I'm not mistaken, I picked Traders. Yeah, I did okay. not go with Nonpoint. Uh, um, so what shame, a diss, man, shame, man. The, the um the audacity of me you have to some, not pick you have some literally nerve. right after we had the singer of the band on the show and you I have picked some nerve to, yeah yeah but that's all right, right. it's all it's all oh, fun games you know i mean i mean i'm glad we did that that in that cover wars after, after we right yeah or the, you know, we would have he would have <laughs> told you a few things you know so we might get them on and like yeah. like pick traders got it out for yeah. me Right, yeah, Everyone's right. got it out for me, man. Right. Even uh, the Goblin um, from the, Neg- Necro Goblicon, he's got it out for me. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, Johnny! Yeah, we need him on. Um, I got in touch with him um, after the show and see what time he can yeah. come on. Cause, yeah, because we were gonna do it uh, at the end of December. Yeah, but schedules get it's all yeah. So schedules yeah. are tight. So um, I think he can do it now. Um, so yeah. Uh, but yes, let's do a Bones Coffee ad. 
real fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So, uh, we want to take a minute to tell you, got to tell you guys about our partnership that we have with the amazing Bones Coffee. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired drinking that old plain Jane coffee. You know what I'm talking about. It's so boring. Wow, I'm just having hot bean water, and it's not <laughs> fulfilling my taste buds. Uh, and anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to tell you about Bones Coffee because we're going to kick those taste buds into some high gear here. So Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, Peaches and Scream, Highland Grog, Holy Cannoli. That's yes. right, Holy Cannoli. Holy. Uh, and Mint Invaders that James really likes. Yes, I um, do. But also, just in time for Valentine's Day, they have a new flavor coming out, Red Velvet. That sounds really good, doesn't it? Ooh, it does. It does. So once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they also have plenty of merch options available uh, for you so they got t-shirts some mugs some tote bags the list goes on they got a ton of stuff that you can choose from with designs such as this if you're watching on youtube uh with you know I, if i wanted this on a t-shirt i could get it that's yeah. how great bones coffee is like the like have you ever looked at a label of something and said man i'd wear that on a shirt yeah well guess what you can you can anyway yeah so you can uh you can per you can purchase all those items on their website uh we wouldn't lie to you this coffee is great and we want you guys to know uh that you'll love it too and uh if you want to give it a try um we've partnered up with them and now our listeners have a discount code uh it's exclusive to you our fine dear listeners go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code music speaks all caps one word for 10 percent off your order nice Bones.com, excuse me, bonescoffee.com, discount code music speaks for 10% off your order. What a great deal that is. But we also have another, um, we, we are working with another sponsorship and it's BetterHelp. Uh, so this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you guys know, uh, we, we talk about uh, mental health a lot on the show. One of the best decisions I've ever made in my life is talk to a therapist than I had before. Yeah. Um, so therapy is a tool to utilize um, before things get worse. It can even avoid those lows times of life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see them in person or, or on camera if you don't want to. It's very customizable. Uh, it is much more affordable than in-person in therapy, and and you can be matched with the therapist in under forty-eight hours. Yeah. So why over two million people have used BetterHelp online therapy, and our listeners get uh, gets ten percent off their first month at BetterHelp.com by using the discount code MusicSpeaks, all one word, all lower, all all uppercase. Yeah. So that's music so speaks ten percent. Also the the code music speaks all one word. Betterhelp.com. They can help you out in no time. That's right. Thank you again to BetterHelp and Bones Coffee. So now moving on to our next cover here. So uh this is a cool story of how how I came across this band. And uh uh so I started a, a new job um a few months ago. Uh, and I was placed on a development team. Um, I had a team leader that I was working with by the name of Peyton. Uh, got to talking to Peyton one day, 
and uh, we started talking about music. And I talked about playing drums. I talked about playing drums for uh, in my church yeah. and different bands and things like that over over the years. And um, he was like, "Oh yeah, I know all about the gig life." And I was like, "Oh really?" He's like, "Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend is actually in a band." And I was like, "Oh cool, all right." And I was like, "What's the band's name?" And he said, "American Blonde." And I said, "All right, cool." So I got to checking them out, and I was like, "Wow, dude, this is like." I'm not a big country guy. I'm not. I've got my handful of country artists that I like, uh, and uh, but they've got some good stuff, man. American Blonde. So yeah, shout out to Peyton who actually listens to the show, um, and uh, and I appreciate that. But yeah, this uh, his girlfriend is in this band. So, so let, let let's reach out to him because because I'm yeah. interested in talking to Peyton and his girlfriend. I'm not sure which one it is because there's two, I'm not sure either. I two, hadn't figured that. There's two great looking girls on there. I'm not sure which one, but that's fine. I mean, we we can invite both of them on if you know, if uh, yeah, if uh, yeah, so we 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 would love to have Peyton. And, yeah, and the American Blonde on. <laughs> yeah, whichever yeah. whichever American Blonde it is. So both of them uh, or one of them, it don't matter. Everybody come on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, um, so yeah, let's talk about American Blonde uh, real quick. So principal songwriter slash guitarist uh, Nada and drummer Tinka Morris, um, are the voices of American Blonde. The sisters are a powerhouse of talent. Uh, their music a constantly evolving testament to the Delta roots that nurtured them. Uh, raised in Cleveland, Mississippi, uh, they were drawn anywhere music could be found, whether that was festivals, fairs, and fish fries. Uh, and the sounds of the Eagles, B.B. King, Leonard Skinner, and the Allman Brothers, and Fleetwood Mac, and many more echoed throughout their home. Now in their 20s, Nada and Tinka have uh, been performing in their pre- uh, have been performing since their preteen years. Uh, they competed in the 2014 Texaco Country Showdown, which led to the release of their first EP, Produced by Alabama's Jeff Cook, by the way. Pretty awesome. Nice. Uh, two CDs released in 2015 and 2018. Produced by hit songwriters Gerald O'Brien and Kat Gravett uh, followed. They landed three top 25 hits uh, on the Music Row chart. Uh, with Anything Is Possible, I Think Too Much, and Don't Let Another Day Go By. Uh, they've toured throughout the U.S. and the U.K. Sharing the stage with diverse acts, including Marin Morris, Old Dominion, Brantley Gilbert, Eastern Corbin, B.B. King, and others. Uh, their high-energy stage shows have earned them spots on CMA Fest, Bluebird Cafe, the Grammy Museum Mississippi, uh, and the Grammy Museum Los Angeles, among other high-profile venues. The Morris Sisters call Nashville their home. Their cover of the of In the Air Tonight was released as a single in 2021 and can be heard anywhere you stream music. Now, we were trying hard to find this song in an audio form on YouTube with maybe some kind of video. Now there is an acoustic cover that they have uh, on their YouTube that you can check out. That is not the version that we wanted to play today though. We wanted to play the actual track um, single that was released. So uh, we've got that pulled up on Spotify that we're going to listen to. You can find it anywhere you stream music, Uh, go check it out and support them, but let's give it a listen. We'll see how it compares.
Okay, so what a what a tease. <laughs> okay, so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Thank you. <laughs> I think I I think strongly that we should listen to this one first before nine point. Okay. Nine point uh gave me the feeling right away. I basically I basically all covered after nine point songs now because I was looking for that feeling at the first break. They didn't do that. Nope. I, I was nope. so sad. Yeah. But then when she says, "Uh, like um, like she says like um, oh, are you looking for this? Do 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 do. Just the part you're that waiting was, for um, or something like that. that was yeah. Like a backhand to me. But I, but, but I was fine. It was like, oh yes, we are waiting for that. Come on, man. Uh, but uh, but but I did love it. I mean, the the harmonies were great. Um, oh yeah, the flow just was a, great. dude. Family harmony is something the, that yes. is just unmatched. Like yeah, the, yeah, the you har- get some siblings in there. It it is crazy. Yeah, the harmonies were great. The uh, the 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 feel of the song was. You could tell that that song was supposed to be sung like with a sad slash depressing state yeah because yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing the no, true no, backstory of knowing, the song yeah yeah because yeah, knowing now what we knowing what the song is about now which is which he doesn't even even know about but, it, mm. but that goes back to the um to the um 
um, the story about someone drowning in any, which is not right. true. Uh, that, yeah, that's a great song. So yeah, I do like yeah. this song, uh, but I'm kind of upset that they made me wait of the whole song <laughs> until to do 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 do. You know. Oh so, man. So all right. What what okay. what are your thoughts, sir? All right. So here's my thoughts. Um, <laughs> okay. I one of the reasons that I love the original song, yes, is the build up. I love a build up, yes, to a song. I think when a song is structured to keep you engaged, I think that's genius. You know what I mean? Like you have some songs that's just like good background <laughs> music. You know, just like I need it. I need something. I'm I'm working on something. I need some background music, right? But you put on that song, and it's like it catches you because you're 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 waiting. Yeah. for that payoff you're waiting for the climax of the song to hit because that is that's what makes you feel like okay we got there okay all right it was it, that's that's where that's where we're at so the build-up and knowing the background of the song now and it's not that phil collins witnessed another guy watching another guy drown and then like not you know doing anything about it um, and that's so that's not that's just urban legends whatever it's fun yeah. it's a fun little story we like to talk about but no the the true meaning of the song yeah. he doesn't even know he does, but right. he was, yeah. it's motivated by anger it's motivated motivated by this uh separation from his wife and just the the frustrations and the anger and all these things you know coming out in coming out in an artistic form uh that he turned into a song and like just that like build up of you know, like there's a subtle beat in the original song and just kind of like you're listening to the lyrics, you are like, my God, these are so deep. And then that payoff yeah. the doo, 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 just kicks in and you're finally like, yes, there it Good is. Lord, what a ride. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that about this song. So to me, Elias is going to hate me. <laughs> I prefer this American blonde version because it stays true to that anticipation leading up to the 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 drum break to the uh, the full on all in uh payoff of the song um as opposed to like kind of having it like heavier in the groove kind of going in the yeah. beginning like that's one of the things that makes this song iconic and why so many people know it and they know that drum part yeah it's because of that right. so yeah i i i think I guess since we're getting to that, like in my opinion, I'll go ahead and pick. Okay, Elias, I'm sorry. Oh no! Please come back on the no, show anytime you'd like. He I have, will because he loves me. Two songs, two covers, over the cover uh, that your band has done, and I'm so sorry. Uh, but yes, I am going to go with American Blonde on this one. And this is coming from a guy who doesn't listen to a lot of country. Uh, for you know, like I, I'm a you know, I, I like I like a lot of things. I'm not a huge country fan. But I like their stuff. Like yeah. they have good songs. Yeah. Yeah. And this this for a country cover of this song in particular, I think it's just a, an odd pick to begin with. Um, but they did it well. They did a really good cover. And the the harmonies are amazing. So that's my pick. There, I said it. Burn me at the stake. So who who <laughs> who uh came up with this suggestion? Was it you or was it Jeff? Because I can't remember. It was me. This was yeah. me. Okay. You know I love you, right? I know, man. I, I know. love you. I love I you so much, but sometimes I really, sometimes, really despise you. Sometimes you think I'm an idiot. Because, That's cool, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 
I sometimes I really hate you only because of these <laughs> of these episodes, you know. Because you put me in a in a in a in a in a mind today. Because one hand, Elias, you know, I I I, I yeah. agree with I I said nine point was good last time, right? And he will come back on the show because I said that his his cover was good, better than Traders. I thought. And the America Blonde, we're trying to get them on the show, so I don't want to interrupt them. So I was like, right. what do I do? What do I do? What does James do? Right. What does James do, y'all? What does he do? What do I do? This was live. If this was on, on like, if we had a live stream going on right now, yeah, yeah. that's what we could call the segment is, what does James do? <laughs> what does, what does we James do? And we can have people do? vote on it. Yeah, yeah, so, um, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and what's your friend's name? The one, Peyton. The, the, Peyton. Peyton, please come back. Please come on the show. <laughs> yeah. We would love to have you, even though that I'm going to have to go with nine point. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Another split Another down split the middle. Decision. Yeah. For me, okay, so I don't really, really like super depressing songs, but I like them when they're more upbeat. I'm not saying that yeah. this American Blonde is not upbeat. They're, they're great, you know. I, I've said yeah. I love I love the harmonies. I love the flow. I love the 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 feel to it. You know, they they sing it perfect because this song is about like a depressive state. They sing it as that. Right. Me, I love country. That's my number one favorite genre of all time. I know you're a country dude. I know. That's, I know. that's so why what's... I was like, I don't know, man. I, this is going to be tough. Yeah. So and I did that intentionally. I was like, this is a country fan. <laughs> I'm going to make sure this is hard. I hate you even more for that now. <laughs> now that you said that, you should have shut up. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, yeah. But there's something about uh, sad songs being uh, being a more heavier way of like delivering it. You know. I yeah. Mean, and and with Elias's voice, I mean, it's so. So full and 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 present, you know. Yeah, that just got me like like their version a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, not better. Cool, man. Not, it's it's cool to be wrong. I did, I did like. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, American Blonde is great. I'm kidding. Can we not have James interview us today? We'll have Blake interview uh, us. I just um, I just like nailed the cough. The the this is the final nail in the coffin. On this podcast, I'm ruining it. I need to stop while I'm ahead. No, American Blonde <laughs> is like, I'm never coming on that show again. I know, never, never gonna come on. Uh, Peyton's yeah. gonna be like, screw you, Blake. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so I didn't like it better. Okay. I didn't like it better because, I mean, both covers are awesome. Okay. Right. So, what I mean by, like, I don't know how to say it. It's, um, I kind of liked it more. Okay. Yeah, more. All right. Not, not better. Okay. Not better. Just, just a little bit more, more. than the, yeah, right. Yeah, because they're both great covers. So that's a safe way to put it. Yeah, yes, like both yes. covers are amazing. I love oh, yeah. both of them. Like, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I'm not choosing one and saying I hate the other one. Like right. that. I, like both are great. Yeah. Right. W- which one do I like more? I like the American Blonde version right. more. Yeah. Because yeah. that's for me. That's for me. Yeah, and James prefers yeah. the other one. And it's cool, man. We can be civil about it. That's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're wearing graces with some. Well, Elias will come on because I agree. Because you know him, him and me get along, yeah. and you get along with um, American Blonde. So maybe we yeah. can have American Blonde. And I'm, it'd be fun. And I'm, it'd be and fun I'm, to talk. And I'm, and I'm promising you, I would rather have you interview them than me interview them because I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, this will be yeah. one where James doesn't actually sit in on the interview. It's just me doing it, right? And, uh, which, which. 
matter of fact, you, I mean, I mean, if, if there's anybody you want to interview alone, just tell me, and, you know, you, I, I would never the, do that. The floor is yours. Never do that. Cause this is, you, this is ours, man. This isn't mine. You know, <laughs> this is ours. So, I mean, hey. anything you want to do, you that's know, all right. Yeah. We'll so, figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. We'll get American blonde on. We'll have Peyton on. It'd be fun. We'll talk about how you picked someone else's cover over there. <laughs> That's right. But if you're in disbelief of what I said in my my twist, depressed <laughs> yeah. you to the soul of your core, we have a mental yeah. health minute for y'all, y'all. So we all let's do it, uh, man. This mental is, health minute. This is Blake's mental health minute. Yeah, we're about uh we're we're almost done with the first month of 2023. <laughs> That's so mind blowing. So where where are you guys at with your resolutions, huh? Anybody got? Uh, anybody off the wagon already and re- resorting back to your old ways, you heathen? That's cool. Um, but anyway, so not all New Year's resolutions focus on finances, weight, and general health. Some extend to mental health as well. Uh, here are what um, here uh, we have some mental health resolutions uh, that are solid goals, not only this year but every year. You can share these with your clients uh, who struggle with change and help them regain their sense of balance. That's clients, that's friends, that's family, it's whoever. Um, so number one, I will commit myself to being physically active each day. Studies have shown that there is a link between mental and physical health. This is something I started doing. Um, I used to love to work out all the time, went to the gym, all that fun stuff. Uh, kind of got off of it, you know, just cause I changed up a lot of things with my schedule. Um, stopped working out for a long time. I've recently started back and, um, I can tell that like throughout the day I have more energy and kind of more focused and, and. Um, kind of helps to get the blood flowing early in the morning for me. Some people like to do it in the afternoon. Whatever your uh, preference, go for it. Um, number two, I will resolve to be mentally healthy in the upcoming year. While there is still a stigma associated with seeking the aid of mental health professionals uh, in the U.S., which there's nothing wrong with that, and you can use better help uh, to help you find that. So discount uh, 10% off your first month with the code Music Speaks. Just keep that in mind. Uh, so yeah, seeking out the assistance of a certified professional to sort through our mental health and emotional baggage is one of the healthiest things that we can actually do. Um, I will learn to relax and enjoy life. Commit yourself to carving out some time each day to shutting down and doing something for yourself that helps you rest and re- recharge your mental and emotional batteries, whatever that looks like. There is no right or wrong. You, uh, If you like to read, read. If you like to knit, knit. You like to do puzzles, do a puzzle, like play video games, whatever, like do something that is you time that helps you just kind of like relax, unwind. And even if it's scrolling through TikTok, that's what I've been doing lately. Like that, that's my, that's my unwind. I'm, I'm scrolling through TikToks. I laugh at funny TikToks. I show Allie the TikToks. We both laugh. It's funny. Like that's just, that's what we do. Um, So number three, diligently speak, uh, excuse me, nicely about yourself and treat yourself with respect. All good things begin from within. And a positive outlook on ourselves is key, uh, is a key to attracting more positivity in our lives. Don't be too hard on yourself. Remember yourself day, remind yourself daily that as a human, you will make mistakes or miss goals, and that is okay. What is important is going forward in these situations in a positive manner. Number five, stay mindful and in the moment. Don't dwell too much on the past or spend too much time fixating on the future. I remember to live in the here and now and enjoy all that life has to offer. Number six, instead of reacting rather than allow, uh, act, excuse me, Lord, number six, act instead of reacting rather than allowing yourself to get caught up in reacting to the actions of others that push your buttons. Be prepared with a mental list of disarming statements to counteract the negative statements of others. Number seven, do not allow yourself to be defined by a label. 
Instead of thinking and speaking on yourself as being overweight, uh, anxious, depressed, etc., say instead, I have depression and today I will exercise to help manage that. And number eight, I will strive to become the person that I want to be. View life as a journey full of adventures rather than a series of obstacles that you have to overcome. And remember the ride, excuse me, enjoy the ride that is life rather than focusing on the bumps in the road. So there you are. Take something away from that with your uh, resolutions, wherever you're at with those. Um, and uh, make make one of your resolutions to better your mental health this year. I think that's a good good way of um, exercising your, your mind. Is to, uh, yeah. Just be busy, you know? Be busy yeah. for you. Stay um, busy. It's okay yeah. to mess up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening to the show today. Uh, be sure to share. Be sure to share. Talking is so easy. Uh, be sure to share this with your friends, families, and with Lucy. Make sure you share this with her. She's this is Hank. I got Hank with Hank. me today. Okay. Hello. This is Hank. We don't want to bother him because he's sleeping right now. He's sleep. He's slumped. Oh, poor dog. <laughs> and uh and, and leave us a rating and review wherever you can um but mainly on apple podcasts yeah it helps us tremendously and we'll read your review on the show right here yeah absolutely and the best way that you can stay up to date with us is by following us on social media we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram and we're on tiktok just search for when words fail music speaks podcast and give us a follow Yes, and make sure you share. Make sure you uh, check out our website, um, www.whenmusicwhenwordsfailmusicspeakspodcast, and be sure to go to the blog section at, at the top and read yeah. uh, read our our new bloggers. Uh, they're writing for us on articles all, all about music, so right. enjoy those. Um, or would you like to be interviewed on the show? Reach out to us at james at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com or Blake at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Or you can message us on any of our social medias we mentioned before. Yep, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch more interviews, interview uh, or music video reactions, final showcases, and more. That's youtube.com slash whenwordsfailmusicspeaks. Make sure to hit the subscribe button uh, and turn on the notifications bell so that you could be notified every time a new video is dropped. And if you're watching this on YouTube right now, Give us a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. Nice. For all the links uh, to find out more about us or, or some of our amazing bloggers uh, or to buy some of our merchandise even, uh, visit our website, www.whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. I'm going to I'm gonna do a little, a little plug for the merchandise too because yes. uh, I was talking to someone about this today. Nice. Um, and just the, uh, just the, the, how easy it is to order something. So, you know, a lot of our merchandise is done through T Public, and uh, we've got two different uh, logos that you can choose from right now. Um, we're working on getting some more designs in there. Uh, we've got our original logo, and then we've got our more updated one that was created by One Up Graphics. Um, but you go and you pick which design you want, um, and then you can choose what you want it on. Uh, there's plenty of options on there. You can get T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, uh, sweatshirts, long sleeve T-shirts, baseball tees. If you want, James has a, a bame, uh, baseball tee. Yes. They got kids' clothes. We've got face masks. There's wall art, notebooks, coffee mugs, pillows. Good lord, the list goes on. 
Uh, and uh, hit us up if you want some stickers too. Yeah. We can make that happen for you. So um, our logo, as mentioned before, was created by One Up Graphics. That's at One Up Graphics on Instagram and Twitter. And then our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can also follow him on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It's uh, at D-O-K Brass. Um, you can check out my other podcast. It's called South Carolina Spook Show. It's all about the true crime stories from the South, uh, in particular, South Carolina, uh, uh, paranormal stuff, true crime, UFOs, the list goes on. Uh, it's a fun time, man. Go check it out. It's on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, give that a follow. You can also follow that on all the social media stuff as well. Um, uh, sources from this episode come from Wikipedia, songfacts.com, and CPH Insurance. We do not own any of the music used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. James, you got anything else before we get wrap up today? Always remember Creed. Listen to Creed. <laughs> and Lincoln Park. And show off my model too. And Minutes to Midnight, Lincoln Park. Minutes to Midnight. Late Rosalie's favorite favorite uh album that they have. So Yeah man. And once one. again, thank you so much for listening and always remember when words fail. Music speaks, baby. See you guys. <laughs>